You know, I, uh, it's 6.17 in the morning. And I woke up this morning remembering, remembering when I got addicted to working with professionals, masters. And I got to tell you, the habit of doing that has totally changed my life. And I want to tell you what, from what I can tell a master is and what a master does. Let me fast forward a little tiny bit. I'm 17, 18, 18 years old, and I meet Joe Hess. He's a master. <laughs> right, Google him. And I'm in a training Joe Hess is doing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And oh, here's a funny side story. On the way there, on the on the way for the first day, it's a two or three day workshop. About fifty of us in the room. I've already made up my mind. I'm going to be what they call the uki. I'm going to be this guy's main uki. In other words, I want him hurting me as many times as possible. I want him to be throwing me, joint locking me, beating me with sticks, whatever he's teaching, I want to be the guy getting hit, right? I want to be close to the guy. I want him touching me. I want to get what he's got to give. It's a lot easier doing it that way than doing it from afar, right? Hmm, let me just watch movies of him. Anyway, so I'm on my way there and this chick comes out of nowhere and she T-bones my car, right? My first car. She T-bones it. She not only smacks into the... She T-bones it right on the front end. She's driving a little Horizon or something like that. I'm driving a big Buick. She nails where the front quarter panel and front door meet. And it pivots around and it smashes where the back quarter panel and back door meet. She's just effectively demolished my car. It's still drivable. I drove it to the workshop. I, I made a quick diagram of the accident scene. Took her information. Remember, yeah. I was training to be a policeman at that time. And uh, I went to the workshop and I let Joe work on me for, I think it was two, maybe three days. I can't remember. Could have been Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Could have been Saturday, Sunday. Doesn't matter, does it? But I learned something from Joe and I learned the same thing when I found Nick. Nick was the master of the Shaolin systems that I studied. Those rare and unusual grandfather systems I haven't seen elsewhere. And there's my buddy Tom, the golf pro, and my buddy Seth, golf pro, both golf pros that I've worked with, people who've become friends. Not that I'm any good at golf, mind you. I just find golf fun. What I find even funner than golf is hanging out with masters. Because what a master does, and let's dive into this, a master doesn't keep adding things to your table. A master doesn't keep putting more stuff and stuff on your plate. Master puts on your plate what you need to take things off your plate. That's it. I remember when I was working with Nick, the Sheldon Kung Fu Master guy. And he's just looking at me. He's going, good God, there's a reason why you keep getting hit. Now, here's the problem. I was already an award-winning black belt. <laughs> right? I had stones. I was extremely fit, extremely fast. And he said, there's a reason why you keep getting hit. And a reason why you can't hit me. <laughs> okay, all right, Nick. Go on. All right? Yeah, I'm a young guy. I know everything. And he says, you keep adding things in 
You know a lot. Abandon it. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of like that whole teacup thing, right? Yeah. And when they're pouring the tea into the cup and the master, he goes, no, no, no. Don't add that in. Don't go metaphorically on me. Don't even try to re-explain what I'm doing. You're adding in things. Listen to what I say. Do what I do. My radio. So years later, when I decided to dive into the NLP field, I worked with Richard Bandler. Love him or hate him, he's one of the founders. Well worth working with, in my opinion. Because Richard and his partner John, they, they both taught me something. Don't add things in. Take things out. The master is elegant. The master has grace. The master is efficient. The master doesn't try to add everything up in the whole world. I think about the first time I took my ex for a golf lesson with the golf pro. And she and she just a tiny little thing, maybe five foot two. Right? Little. And the golf pro's a big guy, tall. And she swings her club and he swings his club. And then he swings her club. And then he starts showing her. I don't want you know how golf, most golf pros will go. Uh, keep your eye on the ball, do this, do that, straighten that, do this. He just showed her what to not do. And he showed her what to not do again. And this happened to several times over a couple of years. He'd show up and he'd say, hey, that's good. Guess what you're adding in now? Watch this. And he'd just, like my buddy, the, the, uh, the Qigong master, I'll just keep it simple. He spent a lot of time practicing with a lot of people who are very well practiced. When I met him, I thought I knew what I was doing too. He's like, no, you got to drop this. Stop adding intention here. <laughs> Stop squeezing there. Suddenly it's like, you feel that? I'm like, God, yes, I feel that. He goes, yeah, now we're talking. What you got in 10 years, you can get it in about 10 months. You got to stop adding things in. Here's what I notice. A master doesn't put more things on your plate for you to do. A master puts little tiny bits on your plate. Actually, a master doesn't even do that. A master gives you utensils and permission and a little bit of instruction on what to get off your plate. I find it fascinating that the people that I've worked with Every single master, every single one will show you what to do, but point out, hey, here's where you're adding in. Stop that. And then there's the third step that most people miss. See, the first one is, all right, here's what to do. Right? You probably know that already, or at least you've got the bumper sticker version of it. Here's what to do. Well, let's refine it a little bit, let you play. A little while later, here's what not to do. You're adding in this. Stop it. You're adding in that. Stop it. And the third part is you get to explore the gap. Because there's a gap that really needs exploring. And this is the part that is really hard to quote unquote talk about. It's easy to do. 
In a group, one-on-one, -on -one, exploring the gap, a lot of giggles show up then. Sounds like we're just having a good time. Giggles and aha moments, when those show up when we're doing something live, that's the master at play. Because something gets dropped, something opens, something gets explored. <clears throat> I call it coming home, because here's the deal, guys. When you come home, when you do what a master does, when you listen to someone who's a master at whatever your chosen thing is, Right, I'm studying, well, I'm not even going to go there. I'm always aligned with, I'm always working with some master in some field, right? Because I just love learning. <laughs> I really do. I'm nuts about this stuff. But here's the deal. A master always brings it back to you. Exploring the vastness that you are. Exploring the gap where you haven't explored before. Because when I was working with Nick, the Kung Fu guy... There was a gap where I felt a little uncomfortable. And that was the gap where he said, this is where you just get to be a little still. Because when they cross it, you get them. And when you cross it, you get them. But you can't cross it if you're adding in stuff. This is where the golf pro enabled my ex to just enjoy her true, authentic swing. Instead of adding in a bunch of instructions, what do you need when you're swinging a club? Right? How long does it take to swing a golf club? You don't need people saying, you don't need a whole bunch of verbal in your head when you're swinging a golf club. Tuck your chin, look at this, don't move that, keep that arm straight. You don't need that when you're swinging a stick. You need to simply swing the stick without adding anything in. If what you're doing feels slow, forceful, <laughs> rickety, clanky, complicated, you're adding in. Neville Goddard says that you move in the twinkle of an eye. When you play where we play, that's what you do. When you don't play where we play, you get in orbit. Because when you add in things, you always go into orbit. Your day becomes not about you, but about... Uh, dreads, distractions. Anywho, don't got time for those. All I got time for is me. And being the blessing and being blessed because you came here to dance Neville Goddard said you came here to for a divine purpose and that's to know imagination you didn't come here to get closer to God he didn't come here to <sighs> anyway by the pearl oh we've got some good stuff going on stay tuned if you got gold today Join us in manifestingmasterycourse.com. If you've done that, join us in dreamdrivenday.com. The doors are open, 30 days of play. We're continuing to update that website, but it's live. You can join. We start in 22 days, I believe. We've got 22 days till we start. Imagine the fun. We're just wrapping up the previous one right now. This will be the last one we do this financial year. Got a lot of other things that we're playing with. Meanwhile... That was dreamdrivenday.com. I know someone's going to say, so you're calling yourself a master. Yeah, I am. And here's the thing. You become a master of this by committing to being a master of your destiny. To be a master of your destiny, you get to master your day. Look around. Just notice how many people are the masters of their day.
That's where I want you to play. It all begins with the attitude of Abdullah. And it begins, well, it, it all begins really with you. Have a lovely day. My name is Mr. 2020 coming to you live from Melbourne, Australia. This is the Neville Goddard Podcast. All rights reserved. Have a lovely day. See ya.